Father, we thank you that you are the creator and the, in, of our new being, our, the, the new creations here, Lord. And you have put inside us the DNA, the Hebrew letters, the power of heaven. And you've given us your manual, how to operate this machine or product. And Lord, open Holy Spirit right now as you go into your word. I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. And the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. That's why you see some pastors, they say instead of in saying in Jesus' name, they will say in Yahshua's name. All right? Because of the they have an understanding. So, but some just copy. <laughs> so if you just copy, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah? It doesn't make anything because whatever you don't understand may not happen for you. You need to understand. Right? That's why you call revelation. Okay, so today we go into the next Hebrew letter, which is the 10th Hebrew letter of Hebrew alphabet, Yod. So it can be spelled as Y-O-D, Y-O-D-H, or Y-U-D. Right, because that's just a translation. Revealed in Psalms 119. So this is a little bit of how the letter looks like. Very exciting and interesting letter. The tenth, the tenth letter of the Hebrew alphabet is called Yud. Rhymes with Mod, Yod, so Mod, so you know how to pronounce it. And has a sound of Y as in yes. So it's Yud. Right? So you understand this again. So like us, every time because when learning a new language have to repeat right a bit so you have the block print the manual print and the cursive in modern hebrew the letter yod can appear in these three forms that's why if you google you will see hey how come a bit different yeah because of the three modes okay the, <clears throat> the letter yod is the tenth letter of the Aleph bet the the Hebrew scholars always refer to Aleph Bet as like the Hebrew letters. Having the numeric value of 10, the pictograph for Yod looks like an arm or a hand, whereas the classical Hebrew script is constructed like of a single tag upward. So a knot downward and a middle portion. Okay, so from the word uh, Yod, you have the meaning of hand. Remember, like the hand of God. Okay, start. And sometimes it's called the fiery hand. So we will always we always use the word right hand man, right? In your corporate right hand man. Jesus also seated the right hand. So you talk about hand. Hand symbolize power and authority, mostly power. Okay. Power or might. So the youth is like an arm or a hand. Youth. Is the most frequently occurring letter in the scriptures. Last week we learned Tet, which is the rarest letter in all the in the whole Bible or scriptures. Very rare. The word the letter Tet is talking about God's goodness, which is surpasses our understanding of goodness. And very few, like in the dew, very quiet. So God's goodness is not boastful. Oh, I've done something good. No. It's always there. 
pursuing you, right? being kind to us, that kind of goodness, following you even when we disobey him, even when we are rebellious. Okay, yet that is God's goodness there. That's why it's Romans 8 28. You know, he caught you and we go our own direction, we go our own way, but yet he gently brings us back to him, slowly, patiently teaches us that unconditional love of the goodness of God. Right? Say so surely if God is our shepherd in Psalm 23, then his goodness, this kind of goodness, no man have that patience to be good to us like that <laughs> they, they follow you they're good to you for a while and then you still don't accept they just give up on you but god never give up on us that is the letter tag okay so it's very rare to find this today even in the world okay this unconditional love but we find it when we look at the deal all right when we look at god only he has that so very rare. But today we're going to le learn another letter which is very opposite to, uh, but it is very all over, a lot, all over the Bible. <laughs> okay, which is the letter Yod. As, and it is the smallest of the letters. So you have the 22 letters or alphabets and Yod is the smallest one. Suspended in mid-air, Yod is the smallest of the Hebrew letters and the atom of the consonants of, of the form from which all the other letters begin and end. So we will go on, right? So it's the smallest one, and you'll see what, what it means. Uh, sometimes it begins a certain Hebrew letter, word or letters, especially in letters itself, right? A lot of letters have the letter U there. And also end a letter. The first dot with which the scribes first start writing a letter or the last dot that gives a letter its final form is a yoke. Okay, so when they start writing, it's just like a first dot. And then ending, another yoke, another dot. That is the letter yoke. In the Jewish mystical tradition, yoke represents a mere dot, a divine point of energy. So it is actually means a point. We have a pen, right? Well, we have a pen. Just put the pen on paper. Before you can start writing anything, that is actually you start with a dot and then you form your letters, correct? So that is how it started. For Hebrew letter, this yoke is like a divine point. Starts from the divine point of energy. And that's actually... The first letter of our God's name, Yod He Bahe, starts with the point, a very small little dot. It starts from above heaven. Since Yod is used to form all the other letters, or Yod, and since God uses the letters as the building blocks of creation, okay, so we understand a little bit more from last Sunday's uh, teaching, right? The DNA. The letters, Hebrew letters, are used as the building blocks of creation. Remember how they got create this whole universe? Letters, just like DNA, are all made of letters that form words. Yod, yod indicates God's omnipresence. That means he's everywhere. That's why Yod appears everywhere. God is everywhere in his word. 
Okay, so in every word, you have God there. God's power there. God's hand there. In fact, the word yoke. So you have, remember, uh, letter and the word. That the, the alphabet, there's a, a word in the Hebrew that comes with it. So you have the letter yod and the alphabet yod. Okay, so the letter, the word yod is like this. Okay, I will show you the bigger picture after this. Depicts something, so it is a, a yod, vav, and a dale. That is the word yod. You understand? So you have the letter yod that is just a little dot there. Very small one, and you have the word yod, which is the yod, the alphabet plus a vav, another alphabet plus a dale. Something of the geometry of creation. It begins with the yod itself as a dot, one dot, all right, and then moves downward from the divine towards the created order to form the vav or the hook of creation. Okay, I'll explain a bit more. Finally, it moves upward in the horizontal realm as Dalit, the doorway of creation. This can be better seen with the following this instruction. So you can see pictorial form easier. The dot, then you have the valve, and the Dalit has a roof, a top, like a tabletop. Okay, so it opens up from the divine realm, connect to the, the earthly realm. Valve, remember, is the nail can also meaning roughly the nail, the connector, and then open up into this spiritual, uh, this uh, physical realm. Dale always represents number four, which represents the physical realm, the earthly realm. So spiritual realm connected, actually it's through Christ Jesus, right? To the physical realm. That's why now we can live the spiritual life on this earth. Since Yeshua upholds the world by the power of his, by the word of his power, so you can see that in Hebrews 1 3, where God, Jesus holds everything, all right, in this world by his word. Yod is part of every Hebrew letter and therefore every word, okay? Repeat that. Uh, Yod is part because God, Jesus holds everything together through his word. Yod is there in every word. Okay, so that's why we need to know what is yod. All right. When we speak God's word, there is yod there. The power of God there. The hand of God. Yod is considered the starting point of the presence of God in all things or the spark of the spirit in everything. All right. Remember, spark is just the beginning. Okay. So it is when we have yod, remember, it's the starting point. Okay. Of presence of God presence of God. Okay, what we want is presence of God in our lives on this human life on this planet earth. We want the divine presence of God. Okay, and it is where? Where can you find it? It's not just go out there and find. It is in the, in his? Where can we find the presence of God, the power of God? In his words. Yes, in his words. In his words. That's why we have been deviated from his word to, you know, for how many years and lose that presence of God in our working place everywhere. If we carry the word of God where? In your heart. The psalmist say what? Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against it. It may not 
go against your ways because you're going against like the manual to operate the new product. If you don't follow strictly to that manual, the thing won't work or it will malfunction. So why our lives are not prospering in every area according to God's word, we didn't follow the manual properly. <laughs> Very simple. Right? It just God just tell you this is how we operate this new life, this new creation, this new product. Right? Ying Ying is a new product made in heaven. And who has the manual to help you operate? The Bible. God has. So that's why you are here today to learn God's word. Yeah, Janice. You are the new product from heaven. How can we operate a new creation, a new product that is made in heaven using earthly ways? It's impossible. All our DNA is different from this world one. We were made by God. And only way to operate and function this new spirit man is to follow the manual of God's word, the Torah, the instructions there, which were given by God to the Jews, the, his chosen people, and today relevant to us through Jesus Christ, is now written in our hearts. We desire to follow. It's not that after Christ, all these instructions no need anymore. Then how? Automatic. The, the robot can work. Your new product can work. There's no automatic. All right? You need to follow certain instructions because we are jammed up with the world way with the five senses controlling the new product inside so yod is considered the starting point of god's presence we want to have a more experience of that this machine is created to reveal this new creation the new spirit man each one of you was created differently to function for what purpose that's why i'm talking about purpose like the robot is created to to serve your needs, right? To, 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 to do your housework and to do everything for you. New robot for the house one. But you don't know how to operate it, you will be doing the housework <laughs> because you cannot press, don't know which button, you never look at the panel also. So this, I won't, it's not, we are not robot, but right, this new machine or this new creation, since we are so used to the word we did until we forget what it is. This new product, this new spirit man, hidden man of the heart, was created, recreated in Christ because it died. It was not a malfunction when Adam sinned and now brought back life. Now, what is this purpose? The purpose is to reveal Christ. <laughs> to reveal Christ, same as the purpose of the Jews and Israel. To reveal the goodness, the wonderful goodness of God. That they will shine as a nation where they prosper above the other nations. Have you heard the word? I will prosper you more than any other nation. Okay, now how does this prosperity going to happen? They just follow the Torah. In their tidings, in their offerings, right? in their givings, they just follow because this is part of the manual for this to happen. So all the things, the purposes of why God chose them, now how for it to happen, they just need, they were given the Torah the instructions. Same for us today. Okay, I'm a new creation in Christ now. How do I live this new creation life? What is my purpose? It's inside the word, right? That we are here to display. As we serve God, we are meant to be blessed. But there are certain things that in this world that is a corrupted world, right, that can 
come against us if we don't follow properly God's instructions. Certain instructions need to be followed. That is where we just choose to follow. But the ability to do it comes from your new recreated. You already have the DNA. You already have okay, the ability, the faith, the, the love is all deposited inside. So this is tomorrow I will do a bit more of this uh, new DNA inside the new creation in this new, new product made from heaven. So don't try to operate this product from the wisdom of the world. Right? Say, so, oh, at 30, 60 years or 50 years, I learned from the world how to do this, how to do that already. And then now I'm going to live this way. You have the new creation is not going to follow the earthly way. You're going to follow God's way. All right? So, Yod is considered the starting point of the presence of God in everything, including in our lives. So, there, is a, uh, there are many parts of Yod. So, uh, aspects of you and one thing that runs through all the 22 alphabets is the humility of god all right this you can see this running every every letter all over bringing out humility as very one very important aspect of god and therefore of us the letter you being the smallest of the letters is also a picture of humility for example, when Jacob was renamed from Yaakov, that was uh, Jacob's name, to Israel, in Hebrew is Israel, all that remained of his former name was the letter Yod. See, Yaakov or Jacob starts with the letter Yod, God's hand. And then God changed his name to Israel. Totally all the other letters are different. Only left the one letter that is still the same. That's the letter U. Okay? So, start from God. We begin with God. You also, all the way in this journey, we need God. <laughs> okay, I start with God. Wow, I got power now. I can pray for the sick. I can, you know, and all that. And then we go our own way. No. Jesus is the I left. And the tough, the beginning and the end. And we will never we will be foolish enough to continue our life without God's word. Yod can also be seen as a mark of humility in the text that uh, this is example. This one is from a certain uh, a scholar that says Moses was the most humble man upon the face of the earth. The Jewish scribes say that an extra yod is inserted in the word Anna, meaning humble or meek, to emphasize the humility of Moses. Israel is likewise called the smallest of the nations. I brought this uh, verse out before, if you can remember. God said, I've chosen you, Israel, not because you are great in number or you are better than anyone else, but because you are the smallest, the tiniest. The fewest of all nations. See, God choose differently, right? We, when we look for a company, look for uh, anyone, you will look for the biggest, the, you know, all your credentials, the best, you've got university, you've got PhD, you've got degree. No, God choose differently, all right? As a, and it's considered a type of yod before the great nations of the earth. So you look at Israel today, so small. 
but all have to respect Israel's God, even if they refuse to, for centuries and ages, Israel is still there as a small, small nation. If it's not because of their God, long time no more Israel will be. <laughs> right? It was dispersed also at one time, right? But God's faithful, that was due to their rebellion and their stubbornness. For you are the smallest, but if of, because of its humility, your is adorned with a small ascending prong or tag that points to God. The picture, yoke is like that. So up, pointing to God, right? The coats of a yoke is the small serif at the bottom of the face of the yoke's head and is, is the smallest of all markings made in the Hebrew text. So Jesus spoke of this, of the title. It's not title, uh, title, double T in our English. In Matthew 5, 18 and Luke 16, 17. See, when Jesus came, he spoke of this. Although it's recorded in the Greek, this is what it means in the Hebrew. Matthew 5, 18. For verily I say to you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law. All right, which is from the Torah. Till all be fulfilled. Although heaven and earth pass, can you see heaven very small, very big? <laughs> Those, you know, what they created, is this earth big or not? Very, very big. Okay, not small, big. It's not the one that uh, you, you put into a, a plaster scene and then you put the globe. Okay, the real world is very big. The real heavens is talking about the, <clears throat> it can pass, but pass away, that means no more. But one jot, one little dot, okay? in my word, will all be fulfilled. That's why God's promises are yes and amen. If we have understanding of God's word, you know what you have been given. Your Bible is so powerful. <laughs> Don't put your Bible one side anymore. The word of God is super powerful. So look at this word, jot and tittle. All right. Jot actually is the Hebrew word, yot comes from the Hebrew word yod. The word jot, Greek, is in Greek, right? It's a derived from yod, right? The name of the 10th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So when Jesus referred to the jot, he's referring to the yod. So not even one jot. And then title is, you have two letters here, kaf or kuf and the word bet. And it is that little thing there that come out from the bottom. That is called title. Observe the Hebrew letters bet and calf as an example of the, the sorry, it's calf. The main difference is a small pro, protrusion. It's so small that if you all don't look carefully, okay, this is where we study. You need to open your eyes and look properly. Okay, you just, oh, tup, tup, tup. everything looks like the same. You miss, okay, that's why it's called secrets. God will only there's are hidden things to everyone. Say, ah, yeah, God's word, same lah. I heard before 10,000 times. No, but if you really go into God's word, all right, same way when we go into the Hebrew letters, this little thing there, all right, you can see, right, in your screen. The main is the main difference. Most of you will not see. That's why if you look at the Hebrew letters for the first timers, when you look at it, ah, so many letters look the same one. Got thing like that, no? So you can even mistaken one letter to another letter. 
the dalet looks a bit like you know the hay looks like the the, the head the dalet looks like what bad even right because there's like just if you see just one stroke one stroke like that you miss out so if you see god's word i uh, i know already like you miss out on the 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 secret that god has put and concealed so the bible has christ concealed and christ revealed you know so that is what you call revelation why we need revelation for those who will seek so you look at this letter it's a small protrusion at the bottom right hand corner like you need to use micro microscope <laughs> but today it's just our heart and with the holy spirit will help us to see this called revelation right when god sees someone like you all who have that desire to put a time set up you know set up put aside time to seek him holy spirit will point you to these secrets and give you the revelation it is like the tail that distinguish english letter q from o <laughs> even in english letter right <laughs> if you don't study properly you think q is an o o is a q but it's got a little tail there so such a small mark is called a tittle. See, one jut out, one doesn't jut out. A very small marking. It's called a tittle. So that's why God don't, you know, overlook things. He can see every single thing and every single thing, every word, every dot in the Hebrew letter, every mark has a meaning. The word jot and very interesting, just now you saw already, right? The word jot is the word yud, right? The smallest mark. In the Greek, okay, it is means iota. That's where you get your word from, ion. All right? It's a, it comes from the Hebrew letter. And it appears in the New Testament, right? Greek. The smallest of them, or hence equivalent to the minutest part. The smallest one. That's why our whole body is made up of very tiny cells, small atoms. And if you are science, you know all the words to say, all right, to describe the makeup of your whole being. That's why the virus you cannot see very small. You have to put under microscope, bacteria, and all that. They're all very small, but why so powerful? <laughs> small but powerful. Okay, so God created. The whole DNA, all very small, cannot be seen with the physical eye. So our physical eye, we think, I want to see God. Like real like that. Using the earthly thing to see God who is in the spiritual realm. Of course, cannot see. Uh, right? So our spirit eyes were created. Ah, Now this spirit product have got the function that can see God. The physical one cannot see. Can only see the physical realm. So that's why we need to develop this hidden man of the heart. Because only this hidden man of the heart was created with the DNA to see God. With the eyes to see God. That's called the spirit of revelation in, in a lot of things, right? The smallest of all, of Hebrew origin, the 10th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. See, you can find Hebrew in the Greek. Jesus came and explained it, all right? And confirm the Torah, confirm the uh, Hebrew. The iota, the name of the eight letter of the Greek alphabet. So in, in Greek, it's number eight, it's the eight letter for a very small part of anything. So 
anything that's small of anything is called a jot or a yield. So iodine, so remember iodine, all right, just now iota, right, where iodine comes from. It's derived from the Greek word iota, the smallest letter in the Greek alphabet. So for Greek alphabets, we haven't learned yet, right? But I think this Hebrew one also we will learn until Jesus comes. <laughs> also not yet finished. So, but it is related, okay? New Testament, Old Testament, Greek and Hebrew, right? The smallest letter, so it means it can, uh, iodine is derived from iota. So what is iodine? Very interesting, right? They're going to learn a little bit of science and all these things and understand how great and how powerful our God is and who we are, right? Iodine is a chemical element. Remember first, iodine, this is in the natural and it comes from the iota, the word iota, which is a jot and comes from the word you, which we are learning today. So we're going to see how, how powerful you is. A little bit understanding of iodine here. Iodine is a chemical element with a symbol, whatever, one, and at the atomic number 53. The heaviest of the stable halogens it exists as a semi-lustrous non-metallic solid at standard conditions that melts to form a deep violet liquid at 114 degrees Celsius boils to a violet gas. So this is for all of you, anyone who's interested in this uh, information science, but I will give you the easy one for everyone to understand. The element was discovered by the French chemist Bernard uh, Curtius in 1811 and was named two years later by Joseph after the ancient uh, Greek violent color. So the definition of iodine one, a non-metallic halogen element that is an essential nutrient. So in the physical, iota or iodine is essential for the physical body. In the human diet, now you see how we're going to relate to the youth. In your, you have a human body and where's your spirit man, okay? Remember those of you who have been uh, taught your spirit man before, right? Spirit, soul, body. So in this natural, the iodine, one of the elements that you cannot see with your physical eyes, is needed for the human diet, is used especially in medicine, photography, and analytical chemistry. That means very useful one. Okay, so you, same way, is needed in our development of our spirit man. Just like iodine is also needed, one of the things needed. All right, chemical elements, a, a pinch of iodine used especially as a topical antiseptic can bring healing to the physical body all right medical definition a non-metallic halogen element obtained usually as heavy shining blackish gray crystals and used especially in medicine for the physical right so that's why we need to know the, the spiritual what is medicine in the spiritual, yeah, I said before, laughter is medicine. In the spiritual, that can manifest into your physical. That's the spiritual realm. The if you can function properly, your new product, <laughs> this new creation, it will manifest into your physical realm, your physical body, just as the, this iodine is meant for your 
physical body got created like that a non-metallic so uh it's an antiseptic treatment of even goiter and the other one i don't know what sickness is that and cretinism and in photography and chemical analysis that is you need iodine inside so what about our spirit man we need the youth it is easier for heaven and earth to pass than one tittle of the Lord to fall. It's from another gospel, right? What Jesus said. So tittle. So they are two different. Yod, yod, oh sorry. Jod is actually yod in Hebrew and iota in Greek, where iodine comes from, the word. Okay. Tittle is karat, karat. Ja, ya. Okay, which actually has the word ya that a little horn or an extreme point is also speaking about the yoke, an extreme one point. Okay, so imagine Jesus is saying one dot and one point. If in the Hebrew letters, in God's word, all right, will not pass away. We talk a lot, uh, one full sentence <laughs> to, to try and express something, you know. But Jesus said, if you know my word, even that one point is already so powerful. One point, one dot in my word, in the Hebrew letters, in my word will not pass away until it is fulfilled. So you believe that, Lord, when I tried, you open the windows of heaven and bless me. It will be fulfilled. <laughs> that one, one word, one dot, because one word already so big. What about one dot? The you is there. God's word is how powerful it is. Sometimes we ignore, right? The small, small things. Ayah, this word not important. Lah. Don't follow. No need. Lah. We decide what we want to follow and what we don't want to follow. But here, God's saying that if you follow my word, even one dot in the letter, so you there, it's going to happen according to the meaning of that letter or that word. That's what God said, okay? Not even, say Jesus used it of the little lines and or projections by which the Hebrew letters in other respects similar differ from one another. The meaning is not even the minutest part of the law shall perish. It's actually interesting. Now that we have an understanding uh, of Jesus as grace in our life and that God's law is not lawful. Lawful is, I've explained many times, it's you taking God's word, thou shall not, and then put it on other people. Put it on yourself and then put it on others. You shall not do this. Then you become lawful. But when we understand God, know that we cannot do it on our own, obey God. So that's why we have to be made new, a new product. Then he writes his delights, his laws, his instructions that are beneficial for us, put it inside our heart. Right? In Hebrews, it says, now a new covenant I make with you and I write all my instructions, all my uh, teachings inside your heart. So we follow it out of love. We obey all of love. Okay, the love that he gave us. 
not that we are able to churn out love on our own. Realizing how much he loved us when we were sinners and rebellious and don't deserve God's forgiveness even. But he loved us. He forgave us. And now he just asks us to follow certain instructions in life, in this new life, right? This new, how to operate this new product. I won't say machine. It's a handmade one now. Handmade creation, new creation, to receive all the full benefits that is that will make you stand out in this world. Right? Because you're not from this world, right? You will definitely stand out if you know how to operate it properly. Find out how. You'll be the most blessed, the most happiest, the most joyful, the, the best overcomer in this world. Right? That God is always with you, for you, never against you. This is how the Jewish nation stood up. And like, uh, yo, you pass your exams. How? By following one simple instruction, which is praying tongues. If the uh, daughter, Esther, right? Following God's way. God tell you this is how you operate. <laughs> but you say, no, 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 I want to operate my way. Uh, then you wait. Uh. Follow God's way and you get God's results. Which, is, which will make you stand up. Right? The teachers will get shocked. Hey, what happened? Uh? You just follow. The, you know, why, why are you so prosperous in finances? I just follow God's way of tithing and offering. That's all. Very simple. God's plan of financial prosperity for us. That's all. Very simple. So simple until, until man, the devil easily robbed that thing up from us. Because it's totally not logical to the five senses realm. So stop living in the five senses realm and start coming out, all right, into the spiritual realm that you were created, the new product that was meant to be, the, the glory of God to be seen means display, display his wonder, his miracles, his life in you that is not normal from this world. Okay, the minutest, so you may say very simple word of God made. Well, God said every point, every dot in my word, which are formed from letters, will not pass away. Even the meaning of one letter, which is the job or the youth. Pickle, okay? In the Jewish scribal arts known as Sephardic, a Torah scroll is invalid if it lacks even this serif of the yoke. See, the Jews, they are the, especially the, the scribes, right? They are very, very study very deeply on the Torah and the scroll. And if there's one missing, right, it's, it will be invalid. They follow very closely, all right? Even though it is small, Yud is vital since without the codes of the Yud, the entire Torah is to be considered invalid. 1 Corinthians 1, 26-27. My dear friends, so this is just, uh, this is an application. Right? So we, we, we learn about Yud a bit. There's still much more. But as we touch this part about the uh, small part that God chose, let's see how to also partly apply in our lives, right? Remember, that's how when God chose you, the people of this world wouldn't think that many of you were wise. 
Uh, we look at each other here. We are not all the wise scholars of this world, those with PhD, all right, all the famous and elite, but only a few of you were in places of power. And many, and not many of you came from important families. In fact, most of us came from unknown families, <laughs> not famous ones, poor or even, you know, average, but not the big, big shots. But God chose. That's how this draws us to one to love God. The way he chose is divine. All right? God chose the foolish things of this world to put to the wise to shame. So if we think we are very smart, cannot be used by God. That's why the humility is inside in every letter of the uh, 22 alphabets. We need to be humble. God himself, the creator humbled himself to come and save you and me. And what about us? If God were to reveal himself through us, right? We need to humble ourselves. Or if God see that, yeah, this person really has the potential or already caught something in your life, but pride is there, he will humble us. Because pride is not of God. It's not in the DNA of God. It was acquired from this world. Pride is a result of what? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Eating that fruit. I know more. I am better. I, I, I. Yeah? That has to be removed in order to take out the eye and put Jesus inside. So, all of us, most of us were chosen, okay? The foolish to confound the wise. Put things of this world to put the wise to shame. He chose the weak things of the world to put the powerful to shame. When what the world thinks is worthless, useless, and nothing at all is what God has used to destroy what the world considers important. God did all this to keep anyone from bragging to him. You are God's children to send Jesus Christ to save us and to make us wise, acceptable, and holy. The words are the same, right? Wise, but it's different. Okay, remember you are inside your spirit, man. It's made from different material than your body. <laughs> your body will decay and, you know, back into this earth. But your spirit made from heaven eternal. It's an eternal spirit. So you're going to learn the DNA of this new spirit. And the word wise, you have earthly wisdom and you have heavenly wisdom. And all how to learn heavenly wisdom from the Bible. They came from God. It's very simple. So when he removed our human wisdom and he gave us his wisdom, there is nothing to brag. There's nothing to boast. Right? We will boast of him. Say, actually, I'm nothing. But it's not the, the type that some people say, I'm nothing, but inside they feel they are something. <laughs> they God knows our hearts. Right? And the humility of a person will be revealed in their actions. Okay? When we resist certain things, we know. We can humble ourselves, but we choose not to for whatever reason. And then we wait for God to humble us, <laughs> which is not, not very wise. Okay, so God delights in using the small, the weak, and the insignificant to de demonstrate his glory and power. 
it is not like you know uh why god needs to to be glorified we still don't realize how small we are and how big and how good god is if you think like that why why is it that you know we must praise god why must we humble ourselves you, you know, God spoke to all these, to the prophets. You are, we are just like a worm. So small, a worm. But God saw us. We are like grass. I think last week, see, the, the cat, the grass that today is tomorrow wither away. And yet he loved us. And yet he cared for us. And yet he came down. Who is he? We've been learning. Who is he today? Who is your God? <laughs> Jehovah, Yudhe, Bafe. Another religion? Oh, no. It's the creator of this universe. So when you learn this, you, you will appreciate and you will never dare to say, God, why must I humble myself? Because if you don't, the Bible says, right? I think it's in Philippines, right? One day when Jesus comes, every knee shall bow. Those knees that refuse to bow also have to bow in the face, face to face with the creator. Got no choice. Because when he comes in his full, this is a time of grace. Before rapture, before second coming, men still have this chance to choose to bow before him. But when he comes already, it's no, no, no more chance. He already appeared. When we go to meet him, Without Jesus, is the judgment seat of Christ. We are brought low. If you are brought low or of little stature in this world, you can trust that your life is important to God. Sometimes God, it's not that, you know, some we go through a certain dealings in our life or humbling, right? It's because God so loved us and he knows that he can use you. But it's just some foolishness that took, took us into our pride. And therefore, he allowed the humbling process. So that at the end, it's like the uh, squeezing, right? The, the fruit, I think, the pressing, squeezing, until the vessel cry out, God, I am nothing. <laughs> you are everything. When we surrender like that, you know, then God say, okay, now I can use you. Just like Moses, right? So proud because he was an Egyptian. Uh, son of a pharaoh for 40 years and to learn how to humble as a shepherd. And I think this process will always continue until we see Jesus because there's so still, we are still from this earth, there's still so much. But if the more we humble ourselves, easier. <laughs> because your life, each one of your life is so important to God. Yeah. Since every letter of the Torah is important. So you see, Every letter of the Torah, that means the instructions. As we go along, we will always we will keep repeating because it's something new, a bit hard to absorb at one go. And even if you have intellectually able to understand, it is spirit revelation, may not get it so fast. Okay, so as we go through, then we'll keep on repeating certain things until you get the revelation. Remember, Torah is not law, it's instructions, directions for our new life on this earth god's life to live god's life on this earth and no two letters are the same 
or, or, can, or can be touching or malformed. You can trust that your life is significant in the great Torah of the universe. That is, in God's great plan that works all things together for good to those who love Him. So beautiful. We are maybe just one tiny little dot in this earth. Yet God chose you, right, to display His glory and work all things for good. Remember the letter Tet that we learned last week. The goodness of God is beyond our comprehension. The three parts of Yod, right? the letter Yod said to be composed of three parts. The upper part, then the lower line curved downward and a middle section. The upper tag points towards God. So you can see the Yod at the right hand side points towards God. And then you have the quartz and you have the lower point. Okay, so, so you see, if you don't see properly, you'll miss these two points there. One point up, you actually start up and then go down. One point down. Okay, so the lower line points to earth. It's talking about the divine coming down like the hand coming down to the earth, to this earthly realm. Spiritual realm connecting, coming down to earthly realm. God's hand reaching down to us. There's no way we can reach up to God if it's not his goodness to reach down to us. So, therefore, since it's three parts in one, Yod is, is also similar to the letter Aleph. Okay? It is divinity and picture Yeshua as a humble mediator before the Father. So, you remember the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Aleph. Also has a Yod, points up, then above in the center, then the bottom is another yud that points down. The first yud points up, connected with above in the center, which is Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ humbling himself to come and die for us. And then there's, we can now receive the divine blessing, all the things of the divine realm, God's realm, and manifest it onto this earthly realm. With the yud again, with the hand of God. The fiery hand of God. All right. So Aleph, the grammatrium for Aleph. So in when you learn Hebrew, remember one of the uh, aspect is the number, the numerical value of grammatria, and it's the same. So when letters have the same grammatria, that means they are connected. Okay. So the word Aleph equals the sacred name. So all of us, for the Jews, they call it the sacred name. And for us, holy name, sacred, for us, we still, and I think as we learn the Hebrew letters, we will realize how sacred God is, <laughs> how holy he is, and where the worship God is taking us, right, into the holy of holies, right? Also, at the same time, it's amazing as the Holy Spirit leads us in the teachings of the Hebrew alphabets and Hebrew words and letters in the, our worship. God is also bringing us into the Holy of Holies to realize how holy is our God. And if without Jesus Christ, we cannot even touch, cannot even come in, we'll all be killed because of our sin, right? But because of Jesus, we can come into his holiness, including the word, all right? And experience God's goodness. The word Aleph, Gematria, or numerical value, equals yud Hey vav Hey, God's name. Inside the Jews don't even pronounce it. Which also begins with the letter Yud. Because they 
they have a history of realizing how holy is God and how sinful are they. They have to go through all the process before they can receive the blessing of God. But today, through Jesus Christ, by grace, we enter the Holy of Holies and many of believers even miss out this reverence of God, right? Without realizing how precious is grace. Aleph, and okay, this one, a little test, huh? see whether y'all can remember or not. I didn't put in the value. <laughs> so Yod uh, Aleph equals the same gamatria as God's name, yod he Bafe. So what is the letter, the numerical total of Aleph? That's the Yud there. Yud is what number? 10. And Va? 6. So another Yud will be 26. 26 is Aleph, the number of God, right? And you see the name of Yahweh is Yud He Vav He. Yud is 10. He is Five. Vav? Six. six. Hey? Five. All together? Twenty-six. Yeah. Interesting, right? Everything in God's word, all very, very interesting and have meaning. Remember, the smallest minute. So even the numerical value is the same. The gematria for Yahweh and Aleph equals 26. So for the uh, Hebrew of the Jews, that is the number of God, 26. Meaning, yud and spirituality, yud means arm or hand, just as now as you saw the picture, also form suggests a hand that is reaching towards heaven. In addition, the letter somewhat resembles a man in prayer. Okay, so these are all the, the meaning of the letter yud brought up. So that when we look at one letter, it's in awe of our creator God. Okay, so one, goes up the letter. Now you can see properly, right? The little point that goes up. Then there's a face and there's a, a little, there's a letter going down. It's like a man in prayer. Here the text suggests a crown that is given to one who is humbled before the Lord in prayer. And the band shape suggests submission. So beautiful. Jesus submitted himself to God. It's God's word. God means what? God tell him, you know, who is going to come down and die for humanity, for men, take their place. Jesus submitted. Jesus learned, in the Bible it says, Jesus learned submission through obedience. He obeyed God. If Jesus, our Savior, can obey God in the whole Torah, he's the one who fulfilled the law, right? Yeah, that means he fulfilled every jot and tittle. Everything. And then we are in Christ, we he is our savior and we choose what to do and what not to do. <laughs> Can you see? Is that humbling? Right? So when we pray, when we see how Jesus follow everything that his father said, which is in the Torah, who are we to choose from the Torah what not to do? But remember, we are not doing by force. Yet God is so good through Jesus Christ. We don't have to do anything that God tells us to do because of compulsion or by force. But know that it is for our good and that it's a humbling process. 
when you follow somebody's instructions, aren't you humbling when your boss tells you to do something and you do? Aren't you humbling yourself to your boss? If we don't humble ourselves before the boss, we will say, I don't want to do that. Then the boss said, <laughs> you are higher or I am higher. <laughs> then you just open your own company. Lah. <laughs> right? So when we are in God and acknowledge Jesus as our Lord, right? Our Savior, our Master, we humble ourselves before God and say, Lord, let me follow and obey all your instructions because now you have given me the ability to do it. Okay? And I acknowledge you as my God. That's the you. You also resemble a humble man in prayer and submission, just like Jesus. The gematria of the word yod is, so now we look at the gematria, right? The, 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 remember, you have the letter yod and you have the word yod. So the word yod has three letters inside. Starts with the yod, then a center one is what? And the third one, Dalet. Okay. So how, what is the gematria there? Yod is 10. Vav, 6. Dalet. <laughs> Dalet is what? <laughs> Number? Huh? Two. Yes, 4. Okay, that means 6, 4, 10, 20, right? Then it's same as one interesting you know, I mean, there are many, okay, but these are pointed out because it's so interesting. All in the spiritual realm. This now we are talking about the spiritual part of you. And Chazar in the Hebrew means prophecy. It is made of or constructed from three Hebrew letters. One is head, chest or head, right? That's why it looks the same. And then the next letter is Zayin, and the next letter is. Hey, so what is the gamatra here? What what number is head? <laughs> head is number. Is is the number eight? Eight. eight. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> then Zayin is seven. So that's fifteen, right? Then hey is five. 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 So 20. Same gematria with the word yoke. Right? Spiritual. And that is about prophecy. That means prophecy is from above. From God. It's connected. The yoke always speak about divinity. Alright? God's hand. And prophecy comes from God. So we don't prophesy from our own self. It is as God gives us the words, then we prophesy, we speak out. Prophecy is spiritual. It's one of the gifts of the spirit. And it's very interesting also. It, actually, all these three letters, we, all already, we already went through. If you go through, you'll see more the meaning, but we don't have time to go into all that yet. Today is more the letter U. The meaning U as 10. So you remember, you have a letter yud and you have the word yud, okay? The word yud means arm or hand and the numeric value is 10. So a little bit on the importance of number 10, okay? In the Bible, because it's the letter for yud. 
which is divinity. That means 10 actually is divinity. It's also 5 plus 5, double grace, right? 10 is a number making shalimut or completion or order as evidenced by the following. That means 10 in the Hebrew is also a number of completion. The base 10 system is un universal. Just as yud is part of all the previous letters of the alphabet, as a component, yud is part of all the numbers. It is said by the sages that yud does not mean 10 because we have 10 toes and fingers, but we have 10 toes and fingers because yud means 10. Can you catch this, Hannah? <laughs> Okay, read again. Okay, if we see that oh, the you know the spiritual come from the physical, we have got it all wrong. That means we see oh, because got ten toes and ten fingers, that that is a letter ten. No, it is because God has the youth number ten. Today we have ten toes and ten fingers. Everything comes from God. Okay, all creation starts and from god it begins from god okay so that's how you begin to see god today it's not oh because because i i got healed then god is a healer <laughs> because i experienced healing then now i acknowledge god no god is a healer even before you experience healing who are we to put god in a small little uh, part of our experience. He's so much bigger than that. God is there before you were born. That's how the talk with between Job and God. Were you there when I created the heavens and the earth? God said to Job. Because he talked a lot. <laughs> right? So don't think that, oh, I experienced this there. I say, oh yeah, I can tell you that God is real because I experienced this. You got it all wrong. God is there, God is creator, God is real, God is rich, God is powerful, not because you experience or you don't experience. He is who he is. I am that I am. And he is so good to let you experience a little bit of his goodness. That's the meaning by what it means by 10 fingers and 10. <laughs> Can you understand? Yeah. So don't, don't think, oh, okay, I experienced anything I tell you. Okay, I tell someone, God is good. God is so great, you know, because I experienced his miracle. It's not because you experience his miracle. It's because he is great, whether you experience or don't experience. Get it? This is our God, all right? There were 10 things created on the first day and 10 things created at the end of the sixth day of creation. There were 10 generations from Adam to Noah, suggesting that the God of those generations was made complete. There were 10 generations from Noah to Abraham, suggesting that the godliness of those generations was made complete. According to Midrash, there were 10 trials given to Abraham to demonstrate his merit as the father of the nation. So wonderful that the God, this creator is our God, right? You won't want to be linked to anybody else. So Wonderful to be linked to our God. There were 10 plagues issued during the Exodus, so it's a number of completion. Okay, God also gave us 10 commandments. And the 10 part, this is very interesting. The 10th part shall be holy for the Lord. Leviticus 27, 32. 
This, if you understand this, you will never be afraid of tithing. <laughs> right? The 10th part, that's what our tithe is called the 10th part. And the 10th part, according to the Torah and God's word, is holy unto the Lord. That means it is sanctified, it's holy. It belongs to the Lord. So what does that mean? Belong to the Lord. So it's like you go to uh, God, we have a feast and God is there eating. So there is food. Each one have a portion. There is a portion, the 10th part that is God's food. <laughs> okay. So imagine we all sit before God, right? And he's eating, that portion belongs to him because it belongs to God, right? That's what the tithing means. It's the 10th part. It's holy. It belongs to him. And we are eating his part. <laughs> when we don't tithe, we are eating God's portion, which is actually in the, in the Torah it, or in the God's word generally, because it's not just in Moses' law. It was beginning, all right? Abraham tied to Melchizedek uh, to Jesus. That's why Malachi 3 is very interesting. It's not by law that we tithe, but it is the, the, the meaning of the tithing is expressed and revealed in Malachi 3, where why it says, you rob, you know, God, uh, Malachi the prophet told the children of Israel, you have robbed me. And they say, how do we rob you? In tithes and offerings. Right? That means we eat God's part. <laughs> we eat God's portion. Hey, God said, I give you all, and then that portion that belongs to me, which is for his priests, all right, the Levites. That's how God provides for the Levites because the Levites don't work and they are in the temple day and night doing the service unto God. So God has already put up his, his, uh, his system, all right, on this world. And then he said, This 10 part is his portion. So they. When the Holy Spirit showed me this, I also want to laugh. Okay, no condemnation. All right, there's no force now in the uh, new covenant. But understanding God and His Torah and His instructions is a bit funny. <laughs> Whereby we eat God's part. Let's <laughs> go say, I eat this ten is my portion that He kept for His servants, and then. The 90 part, you know, all the other parts of the food, right, whatever we have been blessed with, is for you to eat. And then we eat our portion, not enough, we eat God's portion also. That it, that's what it means. <laughs> First time I told this great tell me like that, I just say, yeah, so funny. Huh? Then, but, you know, so that's why he said, there's such a blessing in that type thing. It's just how we honor him. That's all. all. right. When we honor him, we don't go and eat his portion. <laughs> right? And then he's going to multiply our other, the 90%, the, the balance, right? And we enjoy. So yeah, you go and enjoy. Because the holy means sanctified, set apart. So that ha God has specifically in his divine instruction of uh, this uh, heavenly realm on this earth, set aside this portion. Okay? For himself belongs to him and his servants and the rest he said he will open the windows of heaven he will also protect because the first part is holy when we, when we set it apart also that means we're saying yes lord i agree with you your word says this 10 part is holy unto you it's the youth you see this type 
has spiritual power. Now you know the youth, right? The youth is very powerful. It's the divine hand of God. So when we put aside this tent, we are saying, God, let your divine hand of blessing be upon me and my family. That's your tithing, right? Of course, there's more, more revelation in the exact letters of the tithes as well, where the word rich is also inside. But this is interesting, you know, that this is how God, you know, the holiness, the set apart, set apart. Don't take what has been set apart. <laughs> All right. And then God said, I sanctify the whole, the rest. That is the you. Because why? When people, when the children of Israel type, and today uh, as new creation, when we just do this, why we experience divine hand, divine blessing? Because of the youth, right? The youth. Number 10 is a number of youth, of the youth, which is the divine intervention of God. When we type, we receive divine intervention of God in our finances, in our life. Can you see that? You want divine intervention, the youth, where God divinely protects your business, your work, your, your finances, because you already, the youth is there. The 10 part you put aside. You understand? Okay. There are 10 days of awe from Tishri 1 to Tishri 10, culminating in Yom Kippur, which occurs on the 10th of Tishri. 10 men are required for completion of a quorum needed for Jewish corporate prayer. <laughs> why? It's not, it's not just why. Why God set all these things? 10, 10, 10. Prayer. Prayer is reaching from earth into the divine realm. And then 10 men in the Jewish uh, Torah instructions. They need 10 to form a quorum. <laughs> Today we have two, you know, English version company two as a quorum and so forth for a meeting because it's a normal meeting what we have here is normal meeting but what we have in god when we have prayer meeting all right it does not mean that we must have 10 people but the the, the meaning here is that why god set the rule there 10 men are required for a quorum for prayer this one is not not inside the reading it's the holy spirit just give me as i talk to you <laughs> because when we pray, we are going into the divine realm. You must be there. See, interpret properly, right? The why can because you, God is in the midst of our prayer. Just that's what God. We pray, pray, pray with our own words. Nothing will happen. But when God's presence, when the you is there, ah, the hand of God is there. Then miracles happen. People get prayers get answered then we are touching heaven. You understand the meaning of 10 now? Yeah, The youth, the youth in our tight 10, the youth in our prayers. Okay, That means this is the new life that we are living in. God wants divine presence here. God wants his children to live with, in the realm of spiritual, miraculous realm, not just on earth. We're bound by all the you know, limited realms. But we want the unlimited realm, the spiritual realm. The youth is a very, is the presence of God today. Okay, some textual oddities. This one is interesting. I brought it. I, I copied. I still put it in because there are a lot of things I take out. 
otherwise it's too long. But this is interesting, so I just share it with you. Uh, an undersized yud, that means a smaller yud. See, in the Hebrew letters, right, they have small yud and a big yud also. Appears in Deuteronomy 32, 17. You neglected the rock who beget you. The Lord is made small when we turn away from him through neglect. So on the other hand, an oversized yod, uh, yod appears in Numbers 14, 17. Let the power of my Lord be great. Here, Moses' intercession for the people of Israel is made and the sages say that the oversized yod is meant to recall the 10 trials of Abraham and the merit he obtained on the account of his faith. Finally, a yod is missing in Exodus 32, 19. This is the part where Moses went up to receive the Torah or the instructions from God for the new life, right, for the chosen people. And he came down after 40 days and 40 nights from the Mount Sinai and he saw the people building the golden calf or idol. So Moses cast the tables from his hands. Here the spelling in the text is miado, meaning from his hand singular, but the text is read as miada, meaning from his hands plural. So why is this singular spelling used yet the text read, read as plural? So instead of one, uh, two, yud, because double hands, right? Yud is a hand. So Moses is supposed to be holding the Ten Commandments with two hands. But actually, in the Hebrew, it's only left with one yud, but the translation put it as plural. According to Midrash, that is the Hebrew, uh, this one, when Moses brought the tablets of the law down from Mount Sinai, he was able to carry them in one hand, as the text says in Exodus 32, 15, since they were made supernaturally light as the living Torah. Okay, Torah is God's words, right? all Hebrew letters and made of Hebrew alphabets of the Lord. However, once the tablets came into proximity with the golden calf, the script flew off and ascended to heaven to testify of the idol worship. And tablets turned into normal profane stone, which Moses could no longer bear. All right. So it's interesting because it's like the Hebrew letters left the, the stone, the tablet of stone when came into contact with sin of the people. Yeah? And today, why the Hebrew letters can come back or God's word can come back in, and stick into our hearts if we will put it there because of the born again, Jesus Christ. We have been given a new heart that God can write his, his Torah there <laughs> and we will not resist his Torahs because of the new life that he has given us. I found that very interesting. Okay, Yud and the divine name. Yud is the first letter of the divine name, which is Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey, Jehovah, or Yahweh. So you can see that one. All right, starts. God's name starts with Yud, the hand of God, right? Divinity. Thus, indicating its prominence. And Yahshua, Yahshua or Jesus also start with Yud. Yah, Jehovah is Yah, which is also Yud, Hey, and then the other one is the Shin and the Ayin. Okay, we haven't learned yet. So both God's name and Christ's name start with a Yud. It starts with a Yud and a He. 
God created this world from the hay, and it is said that the yoke also, the hand of God with the breath of God. Hay means spirit of God. It's like a window. That's why it also represents the windows of heaven open for us in the youth, the tent, the tithing, where God's the heavens, spiritual realm, God's heavens are open. Spiritual realm does not only there is a demonic realm as well. So we are talking about God's heaven, the blessings in the youth, the tent, the tent part, the hay is there. God's blessings come down the window. See Jesus. Both Jesus and God's name start with the letter Yud and the letter He. It is also the first letter of the four names given to the Jewish people. Yaakov also have Yud, start with Yud. Is Israel, see, God changed to Israel, didn't remove, just now you saw, right? Remove the other letters, but the Yud remain, okay? Which is God's hand, div divinity. The smallest letter. God chose the smallest nation to display his glory. Jews also start with youth. And the, the, the city, Jerusalem, God's city, where Jesus is going to come and sit there and reign there from the, for the whole world, also start with youth. Yeshurun, Jerusalem. Okay, that's actually Jerusalem. As the first letter, Odd or sign of God's name, Yod shows that he is spirit. He is one. And that from him derive all other things by the power of his word. May we have that revelation inside our hearts, right? That God, Yudhe is spirit. He is the one and the only one that create everything by the power of his word. And he gave us his word. We are really wasted, you know, if we don't go into his word and understand how much and the revelations of his word. So back to Psalms 119, okay, where the uh, eight verses of uh, the psalmist about you. Thy hands, see, the first verse, okay, for, uh, take note, uh, the first. Uh, Blazing Jewels teachers. The first verse of the eight verses normally already sum up the meaning of the word of the letter. Okay, which is thy hands have made me. So when you think of your, you also think of creation and God's hand, God's divine hand, super powerful hand, God. All right, God, Aleph, the creator, the one and only living God, the source of all strength and all resources, of all power, is in God, right? So his hands have made me and fashioned me. He created you. We are not, you know, came out of nothing. We have a God who created us and gave me understanding that I may learn. Give me understanding. So talking to God, all right? Give me understanding. Acknowledging that he is God, the you. All right? It's acknowledging that there's a God whose divine hand is the one who made you. He is almighty. And then asking him, give me understanding that I may learn your 
commandments or I may learn your instructions. I may learn your ways. Right? Remember? If you are made from heaven, you're a product from Australia, America, arrive at your doorstep through online order, you must, it's a new product, you must read the manual and study the manual in order to operate that thing that you bought. This thing inside us, the new spirit man, above from heaven, born from above, John chapter 3. So it's not going to function the way of this, the ways of this world. It can only work properly and function if we follow the manual. So that's why when we understand that God created you, we go back to our creator. Go back to the one who made us and ask him how, <laughs> how to operate this machine, <laughs> this new creation, this new product. Don't clever, clever, try to do our own way. It will malfunction. <laughs> okay? So that I may learn, humble ourselves and say, you are the maker. You are the one who created me, God, and your instructions are in the Bible, in your word. Reveal to me, show me how to function in this world, in the realm, your realm, the supernatural in every aspect of my life. That's what you'll be learning, right? Even goodness, humility, all very quiet. Right? Okay, I need to learn how not to boast. That's one of the areas. I need how to learn how to obey with love. That's another thing that we get from the word of God, the instructions. With your very own hands. So I have put it, uh, read it in the message version, all right, all in these eight verses, easy for you to understand. But the first one was from the King James that shows you about the you. Okay, so this is about the you. Again, it talks about your hand, right? So it is God's hand, the you, divine hand that formed me. So think of who is your creator? Who is your maker? Without him, we got no breath. We got no life. Now breathe your wisdom over me so I can understand you. Do we try to understand our creator from learning from something else? <laughs> so this company make this, this uh, you bought this uh, microwave from this company and then you go and follow the manuals of another company to operate this microwave. Different. They are not the one who invented the thing that you bought. So don't try to operate your new spirit man, this product from the world way or from any other way. Go back to the creator. That's saying, Lord, I acknowledge you as the one who made this product. <laughs> and I want to learn. Okay? I want to learn. When they see me waiting, expecting your word, those who fear you will take heart and be glad. We all want that God is the you, the hand, and I want to expect from you. I don't want to expect from the world. Don't expect from another, another person or another so-called God or spirit. I can see you now. <laughs> I can see now, God, that your decisions are right. See, when we acknowledge that God is our creator and we humble ourselves before him, what happened? Suddenly, you, your spiritual eyes are open. <laughs> okay? You already start into the manual already. And the first thing is you realize spiritual revelation that all God's decisions are right <laughs> because most of the time we think we are right 
<laughs> we make our decision and we think that we are right. If that decision is not in accordance to the manual, our creator, it's just like telling the you know the one who invented or you know who the manufacturing company who, who manufactured your your oven or your whatever you make wrong already it shouldn't be like this <laughs> you know you say press to this temperature and you can cook this then you say no i don't want to press to this temperature i press to this one it should be able to cook you go argue lah. <laughs> you argue until the person just say just give me back lah. <laughs> I refund you. I got no no time to go and argue with you. I refund you. You know, see that's why there's a guarantee period. The, the manufacturer also very lazy to you know entertain all this if they know their product is good. So who are we? We acknowledge when we acknowledge God as, as the creator who created you, and then his word as the final say. What does this youth means? Your decisions are right. Your testing has taught me what's true and right. I begin to accept what God said in his word and follow. And then whatever I go through, I know that my creator, the youth, all right, is the one who is working it out for me, teaching me. Oh, love me and right now hold me tight just the way you promise. Now comfort me as I live, really live. We begin to live, really the supernatural, God's life on this earth. No more fear, no more shame, right? No more living in the past or no more pride. <laughs> because the youth is really about humbling. A man humbled in prayer and say, God, your word, lah, your word has the final authority. I just need to follow and trust you. Your revelation is the tune I dance to. This one is for Abigail. <laughs> and she danced in the spirit, right? What? Dancing to what? To his revelation. Let the fast-talking tricksters be exposed as frogs. They tried to sell me a bill of goods, but I kept my mind fixed on your counsel. Don't accept anything from this world. Of the wisdom of the world anymore. Go into the word of God, right? Fix your mind, your heart. The counsel is what advice, you know. So many things people advise you. Is it in accordance with God's word? If not, throw it out. If possible, don't sit there. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1. Right? Do not sit in the counsel of the ungodly. <laughs> because you will get oh here like this, and then we have so little of God's word, we have got so much of the world one don't even know what is right what is wrong but the youth help us to acknowledge he is our creator back to creator god must be right the one who make the thing knows all about the thing right who make your computer who make your phone you go back to manufacturer you don't go back to another company you bought huawei phone you go don't go to i uh, iphone there to complain right they will say i didn't make it <laughs> anyway, it can even tell you how to do it. But it's not according to the manufacturer. And then if you meddle with it, there's no more claim. <laughs> right? The guarantee. There's, if something wrong, you go back to manufacturer. And you meddle with it yourself, then sorry, over already. <laughs> I, I don't guarantee you if you mess with it. So let's not mess with our life, right? Let's not try to be too smart. 
just follow God's word. He is our creator, the youth. Okay, let those who fear you turn to me for evidence of your wise guidance. Have you seen your creator as the only wise one? And where from his word, let him guide you. The like Holy Spirit is here to what he are guide. How? Not just simply hear him here and there. And say, Holy Spirit, tell me, go here. Holy Spirit, tell me, go there. Holy Spirit came here to reveal to you the truth of God's word. If you have God's word, then he will tell you how to apply that word and direct you. Okay? Remember, the train and the, the track. The track is God's word. The train moving is something like the Holy Spirit. So the train will not go where there is no track. Understand that one? So the Holy Spirit will not lead you anything against the word of God or the word of God didn't say. Or the word of God say and then the Holy Spirit tell you no need to follow God's word. There is no such thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let, let, uh, where is it? let me live whole and holy soul and body so can I, I can always walk with my head held high. We can walk with our head held high, but we know we are in submission to our Creator. There is no condemnation, there's no guilt in Jesus Christ. But when we disobey under grace, our heart condemns us. It is in the book of John. God doesn't condemn us. But when we disobey God's word after we are new creation, why we still feel condemned? We can quote Romans 8, verse uh, Romans 8, 1, 1,000 times a day, and yet you will still feel condemned. God does, it's not God condemning you. It's our heart, our own spirit man that is not obeying God that we feel condemned. And the moment we come out and choose to obey God, it's done. See, so this no, no condemnation thing, you also need to understand. It's not simply, I no condemnation. Yes, God don't condemn. Go and refer to the verse. But your heart condemns you. Because your heart is now made righteous. It's now made holy. And your heart longs to follow the way of your creator. And when we choose not to follow the spirit man, the heart, that's why we feel condemned. Understand? If you're not clear, you can still ask me all right, to clear, clear this part for you if it's still not clear. <clears throat> okay, and just a, a letter about this. Uh, remember the, 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 this letter, uh, Yud? Very interestingly, I discovered it's, it's also a letter for green because I was as I was learning the Hebrew I also went through the different letters and I realized that all the letters do not start with you only one uh, all the colors sorry all the colors in Hebrew don't start with you only one color starts with you and that is the letter green uh, the, the color green all right it has the first letter there you okay so to understand and have more revelation even for yourself if you want to uh, expand on it go and find, but before that, you stay in learning the main thing first, right? Uh, but other letters that start with, other words, words that start with the, the first mention, all right? And the words that start with the letter will give you more meaning and revelation and understanding of the letter. So this green 
All right, it's in Genesis 1 verse 30, first mention of the word green. And to every piece of the field to, of the earth, to every fowl of the air, to everything that creeps on the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it, it was so. So that word green there is the word yarek, which starts with a yud. Okay, and I think that's very interesting. That means green represents new life. And then new life, what kind of new life are you having? So when I'm born again, I'm a new creation. And then the next day, and the next day, the next day, if you don't keep feeding on God's word, you feel more and more old already. <laughs> you go back into building old creation. What's the difference? Huh? I don't see any difference in this new life. But if you keep building your spirit man, feeding your spirit man, it's a new life, it's green. God said, I give you everything that is green. <laughs> green is good, huh? Esther. Yeah. And then we realize that, yeah, green represents, it's a, it's a, it's a color of new life. And this new life, new beginning is what? In the spiritual realm, in God's realm. Don't ever think of new life as just, you know, today I am this, tomorrow. Today I'm not Christian, tomorrow I'm Christian. That's not new life. <laughs> what is the meaning of Christian? All right, you have a whole dimension. It's like, I will give you, you know, the window. Why I put, I put this as a, a color. Window is delay. You're entering into a different realm. Okay, later I do it up properly and we all have this as our <laughs> discover because I, no time, so I did a very simple one. Okay, the Dalit opens Jesus as the door to enter into this new dimension where God's realm is and everything is different. There's no way you go to America and you still want to drive on the right side of the road. <laughs> right. you will meet accidents right? each country have its own laws its own rules, its own ways heaven have its new own, own rulings as its own ways which are different from ours, that's why God said my words are different from yours my ways are different from yours how can we try to drive in uh, America and scold them you know, just because you came from Malaysia or Singapore and then you go there or Cambodia also drive from the other side then say why you make your road this way? <laughs> Will they change it for you? Or you change to, uh, to, to you know, follow their, their way of driving? What do you call it? Right side and left side, right? So if we want God to change his word to accommodate us because we are so used to our ways, or we follow God's way. That is the new life. Okay? New ways, new instruction. Everything is new. If you follow it, you will live like Jesus lived on this earth because he came from there. And the apostles followed Jesus, followed God's way, and they lived a different life on this earth. This is called new. All right, green, new. Follow him, not follow our ways and ask God to follow me. <laughs> God, I want to do this. Your word says something else. Can you follow me? <laughs> Okay, we follow him because why? Jude says he is our creator. Okay, we're about to finish, right? So, Jude, to help you bring back the picture again, right? It's the little, the title at the top, the smallest part of the Jude. At the bottom is the jot, it's the smallest letter. And this jot, you can see, all right, Jesus said again, all right, I'm going to 
conclude. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter or Hebrew, jot or yud, which is the smallest Hebrew letter, not the least stroke of a pen. Hebrew title, which is a small line or a letter that changes the letter like a Q from an O, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. So you see there, the title, and there the other letter don't have title. It's so small, so insignificant that we think, uh, yeah, we can't even notice. But God, Jesus said, not even that little dot that you will pass away and even the big things in life pass away. My promises, my word. So we, Jesus is the one who never changed, which is, means God's word never changed. We have to change. <laughs> okay? Don't come to God and say, God, you change. Huh? I cannot change. Who said so? We have given a new heart, a new life. But we have God still retained and gave us our free choice. If we change and choose God's way by acknowledging Him as our Creator, as the hands who made us, the youth, then our life will be different. The man said, Why are I so many years Christian? My life still like that. <laughs> because we never follow God's way. <laughs> right? But now, praise God in His kindness. He saw us in our lost state or even in pride humble us and then bring us back and we humble ourselves to acknowledge him as our creator and believe and trust in his promises every single jesus said really even the thing little thought the little jot the iota right the, the you the little point there that we miss so many times we miss god's word right Okay, it's not important now what God said. No, what God said. Very small thing, also very important. And he said, he will fulfill. He loves you, means he loves you. He cares for you, means he cares. He will provide, means he will provide. He will take care. Right? Why do we doubt God? When Jesus said, even the smallest dot will be accomplished, will be fulfilled. The song of this letter, you explanation. And the metaphysical, all right, the supernatural creation, the hand of God, the fiery hand of God, plus the physical realm. Everything can be compacted in the youth. Time, matter, and energy. Three things, all right. In this metaphysical realm, we have time, we have matter, we have energy. In the beginning, right, in Genesis, this is the time. Because we talk about in the beginning, but when. Then God created the heavens and the earth. And this is the matter, which in the metaphysical realm. You can see the heavens and the earth. And then God said, let there be light. This is the energy. All compressed in the letter U. All dimensions are enfolded within the U. See, all the three dimensions of time, matter, and energy are all in the letter U. So powerful. Time, that's why we can transcend time, matter, and energy when we understand and acknowledge and see the hand of God in every area of our life by following His Word. If we don't follow His Word, there's nothing to see. <laughs> because every day we don't follow His Word, that's what we see. 
<laughs> the physical world. It doesn't change much. It's the same. Years and years of man living on this earth, still the same. Man live, man die, man live, man die. But when we have God acknowledging Jesus as our Lord, we can see, enter into the other realm where time, matter, and energy is inside us, within our power. If we speak God's word the way God does it in the one letter, you. So the secret of the letter you is the power of God to contract our whole universe into a tiny point. And in a given moment, the power to release all that it contains in a mere word. Okay, I repeat. The, part, the secret of this letter, you, because it's the smallest letter, it's like a point, correct? And it starts everything. The power of God. Yud, hey, bah, hey, God's name starts with this little tiny point, this little tiny word that people will say insignificant. But how? It's amazing. When you get the revelation, you're just in awe of who our God is. That God so powerful, God so amazing. So the creator, there's no way we can fully understand our creator, is able to contract all this power in one little word when god said you he created the universe with a hey so small small letter only to release it all by is to the sages of the, of the hebrew scholars the jewish rabbis they call this you the little that holds much so never see anything that you obey god's word or you do according to God's word, it's so small, so insignificant, but it can hold a lot. So when you say, oh, I don't want to speak uh, God's word, speak can work, right, man? I speak many times, cannot work. <laughs> so, so you think it's so insignificant. Why do I need to do meditation, confession? Oh, yeah. It's a little that holds much, the you. The little things in our lives that we do, isn't eating a little thing in the physical realm? Or maybe it's a very big thing <laughs> for everybody <laughs> that you spend many hours eating. Okay. But sometimes when we are busy or what, we are able to even forgo eating. But then it is a very important part of our life. Just like the iodine cannot be seen, iota, right? Of the different cells different minerals that this body needs. So small, so insignificant. It's important. So God's word may be in our mind, unrenewed mind, so insignificant. I don't need God's word to grow. Lah. I'm growing, what? getting bigger and bigger every day, fatter and fatter. Right? But your spirit man is not growing. We need the youth. We need God's power. Right? That means we need God to intervene in our lives. For some people, we really need God. Actually, for everybody, we need God. But because we think we can do it by ourselves. I have, I can, I can earn quite well. I can, you know, take care of myself. I don't need God. Sorry. It's the little that holds much. We need our creator. We need the supernatural. So some people don't acknowledge God until they want to die already. <laughs> or the doctor said, cannot heal already. Then they come to God. Why not come to God from the beginning of your life? So much more wonderful. Acknowledge Him means acknowledging 
his word. He has the final say and go and seek him out in his word. A person should always learn from the mind of his maker. That is humility. I finally come to God. <laughs> you know, that's the humility, right? People who are so proud in their life. I don't need God. I don't need God. And then suddenly certain things, a lot of things happen. They come to God. Humbling that you are my creator. Still God accept us. Still God love us. He didn't push it away. Hey, you know what I mean, ma? No. God is still so good. Right? In whatever state we are, He still allows us to go through, bang here, bang there, in all our pride. And then, when we acknowledge Him as Lord and Savior, as my creator, that is the you. Remember, think of creation. Think of God as your creator, as your manufacturer, as the one who made you, the one who gave you breath. And learn from Him. Learn from him. Humble ourselves to learn from our creator. And the last one, Psalms 33, 9. And this is what I love. Okay, He spoke. God spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. He breathed words and the worlds were built. Let there be and there it was. I found this verse suddenly pop up somewhere. Springing forth the moment he spoke, no sooner said than done. God's word. Right today we know in the, alpha, uh, in the Hebrew alphabets and Hebrew letters, so much revelation. God's word. How did God create? He spoke. David or the psalmist was quoting from Genesis. Right? When God said, let there be. The moment he spoke, the moment we will humble ourselves and acknowledge God hand in our life. God as our creator and say, Lord, I want your hand. Our hand, authority, power, might, direction, right? The, the, with this way, that way, right? We use our hand to show direction. God's Torah, God's instructions. Say, Lord, I want to follow your instructions in my life. I want to live in that realm. And that is his word, Dabar. Okay? Dabar. In the Hebrew, it's the word a deed. It means word, deed, or action. It's three, three letters there. Dale, bad, and rash. Rash is the, can have few meanings. It can be the wicked man. It can also resemble God as the head. All right. So the dalet, humbling ourselves before God. And let God live inside us, the bad. It's not just the tent, then we all go live inside the tent and have camping, okay? <laughs> Camp in the tent, don't think like that, okay? It means God dwelling in us and that in order to have his fullness in this world, all right? The rash, live in man, all right? So what happened? God living in us on our part, on how through his word. If Jesus said in John 15, if you abide in me and my words, abide means live in the tent, okay? If my words live in you, live outside you, <laughs> live outside you, then every time I have to open Bible, right? <laughs> oh, where is God's word? Huh? Well, fine, 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 fine. If my words abide, live inside you, in your heart, then you will 
bear much fruit. You will ask what you will and it shall come to pass. My words live inside you, Daba. So when God's word lives inside us, either we obey, we follow, we speak from inside, out of the abundance of the heart. So endeavor, whatever we want to do, put God's word inside, meditate, confess, read, study, and obey and follow and speak, right? To the Hebrew, it is very interesting. That's why we all miss a lot. And God is so good to bring us to study the Hebrew. The Hebrew to Hebrew's culture and Hebrew understanding, Daba was the word as well as the actual thing or matter the word spoke of. Can understand that one. When God said, let there be light, his spoken word created the light. Okay, repeat. Uh. To the Hebrews, it's just like communion. And this is what happened. Daba is the word, okay, as well as the actual thing. So for us, not Hebrews, we don't have this understanding. So we say, uh, okay, make it simple. Uh, in most areas of our life, it's either sickness or finance, right? So for example, financial, I tie, and then we don't see anything. <laughs> okay. But to the Jews, when they see the word, they tie, they see the actual thing. They see the blessing already. They see the heaven open and raining down and protecting their land, their finances. Okay. They see the actual thing happen. All right. They take communion. They see their sicknesses and disease as if it's already on Jesus' body and they're receiving the healing. So it's a, the word is as the actual thing or matter the word spoke of. So when they say, I'm healed, they already see the healing. For us, we say, Oh, I am healed. And then it's like, we don't see anything. <laughs> okay. So the, the meaning of the word, the actual thing, when they speak it, they already is as good as done. Can you understand it? It's as good. So when God said, let there be light, the light already happened. They don't wait for connection, <laughs> for electricity. It is done. That is how God's word is. And when we come to understand this, can you imagine what will happen in our lives more and more? We're all growing, all right? But put God's word and when you speak God's word, see the way the Jews see. See the real meaning of the, the, the way the Bible was written or the way God meant his word to be uh, put into our lives or to be acted into our, in our lives. To say something, it is there already. It's done already. That's how God created this universe. That's how God created light and so forth. Let there be light. I think I, I already explained a lot about Yahi or and the valve in the center. Let there be light. In the English, we have to say, and there was light. But in the Hebrew, no need because there's a valve there. Already, just God just need to add the valve, which is God's connection. And then the light already appeared. There and then. That's why we say, in Jesus' name, be healed. We understand the whole meaning of Jesus' name and acknowledge him and see him as our creator and Lord. That's it. Done. Healing on our own body. 
on, on, on people. Sometimes on people, you need the people's faith. Right? But on your own self, your own faith will do. <laughs> okay, there's nobody, you know, you no need another person. Because if we can, sometimes we pray for people and not blaming anyone, but if really there's no faith there, they don't believe how they're going to receive. But sometimes God bypass that also in His grace and mercy. Okay? But easiest to break to 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 have it happen on your own self that means there's no one else to say oh okay because this person you know didn't believe you only you yourself you believe or you not believe speak or not speak and it happen accordingly all right to your faith your belief if you understand god's word this way the bar right see the thing already there don't do something in God's word and then don't see it in the spiritual, see it happen. Amen? So that's the youth, the divine hand of God in everything. The smallest letter, yet the most powerful energy inside to create. Okay? Amen? <laughs> Alright, go through again because these are all revelations. It's not easy to catch at one go. Alright, just listen because I've compressed and compiled a lot. So just think of creation. Think of God Almighty. When you see this word you, He can compress everything. See, all the energy, time, energy, matter is compressed in one letter you. That means in God's word. So a word, one small word. Remember God's word, words can kill and destroy. How so powerful? You want to kill somebody, you need a lot of energy, right? Power <laughs> oh, is so easy to kill. So how can a word kill? And how can a word give life? This is time, matter, and energy compressed in the you, which is the word of God. That means the word that God speaks inside has power over time, over matter, over energy, the same way God created the universe. This is our God. And this is His Word. See, all this study is about His Word. His Word. His Word. His Word. Psalms 119. From Aleph to Taf. It's about eight verses each of His Word. The different aspects of His Word. Power, energy, Matter, control, uh, uh, authority. Let's continue to discover and apply in our lives. If this is not head knowledge, huh? remember when you apply it, when you see God as who He really is through the understanding of Hebrew letters and Hebrew words, and you follow the Torah, follow His instructions, you enter into the new realm that he meant us to enter into when we all were recreated in Christ Jesus. Don't go backwards. <laughs> Don't stay behind the window. <gasps> open the window, open the door, go in and see that new newness of life that is for us. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, praise the Lord. Uh,
we will close and then I'll see you all tomorrow. Okay, Rob, uh, Elijah, close in prayer. <laughs> oh, are you able to talk without? Huh? Oh, got echo. Okay, let, let's ask someone else without echo. Okay, Ching Lan, closest in prayer. Uh, and then we can see each other tomorrow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That your hand is with us. Oh, cannot hear. Huh? Pastor, can you? Ah, okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your hand is in our life right from the beginning. Thank you, Lord, that you are the youth head and you are the beginning. And we will, that you will guide us, that we will not oversee even the smallest in your word. Thank you, Lord, that you, are, you continue to give us revelation in your word. Amen. And see that you are our creator. And we'll walk this life according to your word. Thank you that God, your word lead us. And we'll, that you will we'll always be on track in this life. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, I say hi to Xiaoling. <laughs> okay. I hope I can see you tomorrow. Yeah. Normally in the, in the service, then I can do ministering and pray for you. All right. So this one is teaching already quite long. And I'll see you all tomorrow for a wonderful time uh, of uh, fellowship in the Lord's presence. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, Sarah.